Good morning, everybody. So happy to be here. How many people already listened to me? <laughs> okay, I can see some uh, new faces. Um, so um, I born and raised in Sri Lanka. Uh, age ten, uh, I left home, and age eleven, I became a Buddhist monk. Now I'm practicing as a monk forty years, and because I'm turning into fifty this year. Uh, so I had very interesting uh, 40 years um, monk life, uh, lots of happiness, uh, no regrets. Um, so I'm going to do it my rest of my life. <laughs> uh, so my temple, uh, I, I'm the founder of the Blue Lotus Temple. Uh, you know, the, out of Chicago, uh, in Woodstock. You know the Groundhog Day movie. Yeah. So that's the place they filmed it, and so that's why the Woodstock is very famous. Um, so my temple is all UU Church. So people call me UU Buddhist monk, and because I'm so used to UU churches around the country, I travel so many UU churches. Wherever I go, I always connect with the UU Church because I have that background. So I was teaching nine years meditation at the UU Church, UU congregation in Woodstock, and finally they said they are going to sell the church. They offered me to purchase the building. It is 150 years old, beautiful church building. Uh, then I said, "How am I going to buy a church? You know, I'm a monk and I don't have money." And we uh, then we announced to people, and so people donated the money. We purchased the building. It is look like a church. Now it's called the Blue Lotus Temple. The beauty of the Blue Lotus Temple, uh, when you walk into the building, you can see 14 feet tall, beautiful Jesus standing. Other side. Nine feet tall Buddha standing, so that is the uh, combination of the Blue Lotus Temple. I think they didn't lose their church. I add a little bit love into it. Um, so because of that, we have so many people come to Blue Lotus Temple because we don't teach uh, people to become a Buddhist. I'm asking, be a Buddha. Um, so. Many different uh, multi-faith, uh, you know, the different religious background come to the temple and meditate under one roof, and so that is my journey here in the United States. Now I am traveling more than two hundred fifty days per year, and uh, sharing this message uh, of loving kindness and mindfulness. So I am going to tell you a story. Uh, once Buddha addressed monks and said, "Monks, today I am going to tell you a story." So then he started once upon a time, and there was an acrobat, an acrobat student. This acrobat is a very famous teacher, and uh, training lots of students under him. And so one day he have invited to come to a big show to do middle of the city, and so he um, accept the uh, invitation, and so. That night he was thinking, tomorrow I'm going to do this uh, big performance. I need somebody to assist me. So he was thinking there was a young lady. I'm going to pick her. I'm going to ask her. Then she was, you know, the happy to help him. Then a student and master uh, acrobat went to the middle of the city, and now he was kind of getting ready to do the show. Then he was thinking. So what I am going to do today? Now Buddha is telling this story to the monk. What I am going to do today is very dangerous. So any time when you do this performance, I may hurt, and also this young lady lose her life. 
So before I do this, I want to make sure whether she likes or not to do this. Uh, it means in the modern world, I want to make a, an agreement with her. So then he made the quick agreement and so then he said, Dear one, you know this is a very dangerous performance I am going to do. So I am going to make you an agreement. If you agree with me, let's do it. Then she asked, Master, what is the agreement? Then Master said, You can see this tall, long bamboo stick. What I am going to do, I am going to balance this bamboo stick out of my left shoulder. So what you have to do, now you have to imagine, okay? What you have to do, you have to climb onto my right and then you have to climb all the way up on this bamboo stick and you have to stand top of that, you have to do the performance. Okay? They don't have safety nets. <laughs> so then um, Master said, when I do this performance, this is the agreement, when we do this performance, I am going to take care of you. You are going to taking care of me. Do you like it? If you like it, let's do it. Please sign it. When somebody gives you an agreement, do you sign it or agreeing with it right away? No. You want to read, you want to understand, you need time. If you don't understand, you hire a lawyer to understand it, right? And so this young lady, she's very smart. She said, Master, may I read it and understand it first before I do it? Then Master said, sure, you have that right. So then what she did, she started to understand this agreement. Right after she understand that, she returned to Master and said, Master, I don't agree with you. But I can change it. Do I have a right to change it? Then Master said, yes, sure, you can change it. Then quickly she went to the side and changed the agreement and returned to the master. This is my agreement. If you agree with me, let's do the job. What she was changing, okay, I am ready to do the performance. When I do this, I am going to taking care of myself. You have to taking care of yourself. What master said, <laughs> I am going to taking care of you. You are going to taking care of me. Girl telling master, I am going to take care of myself, you are going to take care of yourself. Now I am asking you, which one, which agreement you are going to agree with? Which one you like? Hmm? Say it loud. Taking care of self. How many people taking care of self? <laughs> Okay, how many people, what master said? Okay, good. <laughs> so, I think both are beautiful options, right? Be the, you know, now think about, oh, don't worry, I'm going to take care of you. How do you feel? Hmm? Feel so good, right? Is it possible all the time? It is not. So, then Buddha asked from the monk, which one you are going to pick? You know, like exactly, some monks erase, you know, some monks know. And so then Buddha said, you know, what we had to pick, what students said. What students said. Now think about these two people doing this performance. One standing on the bamboo stick, other one is balancing it. 
Now this young lady, to do this performance, to, you know, this young lady and the master, what are the qualities they have to have? Strength, balance, what else? Okay, what else? Trust, confidence, focus, mindfulness, acceptance. How about letting go? <laughs> right? Letting go. Now think about those are the qualities we all have to have in our life to make this life possible, make this life mindful, make this life easy and comfortable for us. If you lose those qualities, always you lose your life. Now think about this lady top of this bamboo stick. She's not focused, she's not trust, she's not, you know, the you know the focusing on what she's doing. There was a young man walking by, look very handsome. <laughs> she's looking at him. What happened? <laughs> right? Same thing with the master. Master not focusing what he's doing, you know, not balancing it right. He's looking at other people. What happened? You know, always in trouble. Now think about, you know, we all have to understand what is the importance of our lives. We have to take care of our lives. Nobody cannot take care of our lives. Now think about, now 75 years ago, I think more than that, I think, 75 years ago, what Hitler did to this world. Whatever he did, all the negative things in this world, it's happened Hitler's mind. Somewhere, one evening and one night, something happened in his mind. Whatever he developed in his mind, he gave it to the whole world. Now, many years later, still people carrying that wounded mind. How bad? One man who died, one of my students, and three, 103 years old coming from those, you know, the European countries. He was a professor in uh, one of the famous schools. So, sometime he invited me to come to his house to meditate. Then he, we meditate together. So, one day he said, he was crying and sad when I go there in the morning. And suddenly he said, Bhante, I hate that guy. I hate that man. I, I was thinking, who is talking about? I asked, who is that? Who is you are hating? So that guy Hitler. I remember what he did to our world. Then wife said, Bhante, every night he's wake up. He remembers what happened to his grandparents, what happened to his family. Now think about he's 103 years old. Whatever Hitler did, how many people carrying around? You know, one of my young students practicing meditation at the temple, he is very courageous. I was, I was thinking I want to encourage him more. What I did, I usually don't give gifts to people, you know, material gifts. I love to give because I am giving the best gift I ever can give it to somebody, you know, giving this teaching. So giving material things, I cannot make people 100% happy. So then anyway, one day this young man, I want to encourage him. What I did, I was thinking somebody donated a small Buddha statue from China. I gave it to him. Okay, have this. You know, you can make a little altar. You can meditate. Looking at that Buddha statue, he said, I don't want it. So somebody giving a gift, somebody rejecting it. I'm thinking, why you don't like the Buddha statue? I love Buddha. I love the Buddha statue, but not this specific one. I don't want this. I don't like this. I asked, why? Look at. 
this Buddha statue on his chest, what he has. I has what? Swastika. So in the Eastern Buddhist countries, you know, like Sri Lanka, India, or China, Japan, all those, you know, the countries, swasti in Sanskrit, swasti means peace be upon. That's the meaning of swasti, a Sanskrit word. So in the Eastern countries, we use for swastika as a peace symbol. Now Hitler used it too. So when he sees that swastika symbol, that young man hating that. He doesn't directly affect it, you know, what he did. But he remembers all the stories from generation to generation. Then I said, no, this is a peace symbol. This is something beautiful. No, Bhante, this is a killer symbol. Killer symbol. I said, what is that? Then we both Google. Right? We both Google. And I found, yes, his swastika going in the opposite direction. Right? You know, the eastern swastika going for the other direction, but look similar. So my point, when we have wounded mind, we always carrying that wounded mind many thousands of years. So that means who is important? Who is the important one in this world? You are the one important. You are the one who have power to make this world better and peaceful. So these days... I'm, you know, I'm not going to talk about the politics, but there's a lot of tensions happening here in this country. So after election, and I was so busy. <laughs> and so because people are mad and people are sad, people are extremely happy, some group of people, because I know both of people, they come to me, I said, you know, when people sad and mad and come to me and talk about it, I said, when you get angry, you are adding more fuel into the fire. So what you have to do, if you want to see, if you see something not right, you have a right to stand for that. But it is very important how you are going to do it. So if you lose yourself, your mindfulness, your loving kindness, that means you are doing more harmful things in the world. So the world is in you, not world is in outside. So you, you know, the, you know, my favorite quote is, this world, the world we see outside, it is too big for us to fix. It's too big. Once Buddha said, if you're trying to make this outside world better and peaceful place, you become a failure. Why? It is too big for you. But your inner world is a perfect size for you. So if you focus on your inner world, that means you are helping outer world. So, Always please understand, nobody cannot help you. Nobody cannot help you. They can guide you, but nobody cannot 100% help and support you. You have to do your inner journey, so by yourself. So sometimes people think, I can help you, I can guide you, you know, that's what I'm doing, I can guide you. But many people, you know, they, we all have to do by ourselves. I have a good experience with my mother. Um, one time I called my mother, uh, you know, full moon day uh, from here, long time ago. And so then she asked, uh, answered the phone, um, full moon day in Sri Lanka is our spiritual day. That means public holiday. Everybody go to the temples. I asked, you know, my mother answered the phone. I asked her, did you go to the temple today? She said, no. I asked, why? This is a full moon day. You had to go and meditate. 
Then I asked, what are you doing? Then she said, I'm watching television. Then I said, mom, that's not right. You know, then you have to go to the temple today. Then she said, I gave my only son to Buddhism. He is being a Buddhist monk. He is doing enough meditation. <laughs> As a great mother, you are doing all the good things. That means I am the one get the benefits. According to her language, she said, according to all the good things you do, as a mother, I go to heaven. That's what she is believing. I said, Mom, maybe your, your idea is maybe totally wrong. Now you are believing I am doing all the good things. Who knows you never seen what I am doing out of the country. How about if I do something bad? What is your destination? Maybe hell, right? <laughs> when I say that, I knew she get angry. When I say that means you are, your place is hell. If you are depending on me, who likes to hear the word hell? Right after she hear the word hell, she hung up the phone. <laughs> I was so happy. I was so happy. Now I keep calling her, she never answered the phone. I totally forget about it. I know she is mad with me. And so, after a month later, I call again full moon day. Nobody answered the phone. <laughs> then I call my sister. I ask, what happened? You know, the parents don't answer the phone. You know what? You know, interesting story. Yesterday evening, she called me. She said, whoever that guy, they call the little monk, because I was so little when I became a monk, that little monk, I don't trust, trust that guy. I don't know what he is doing in the United States. <laughs> I cannot depend on he, you know, him. He hurt my feeling last month. You know, whatever he does is good for him. I have to go to the temple. I have to meditate. I have to meditate. Now, when I go to Sri Lanka, I want to keep her sometime at home. Something special event happened at the temple. She always reminding, remember you said that? Long time ago, I go to hell. I don't want to go to hell. You do whatever you want to do. I am going to temple. I say, Mom, I am going to stay one week. Please cook something. Just have a good time. Right? And she said, No. My meditation is first. If I have time, I will cook something for you. <laughs> I am so proud about my mom. She realized her practice is the most important thing for her. Right? I'm always reminding people, in your spiritual journey, be selfish. Don't misunderstand. That's my word. In your spiritual journey, be selfish. We are our own. All the things we have, all the people who are around us, sooner or later, we have to leave them behind. And we have to go our own journey. So remember to practice and taking care of yourself every day. So thank you so much.